Let's talk about pears. Okay, welcome to episode two. Today we're talking about leap years and snow. And the positives and negatives of them both. Jingle. We've been working on that for a long time. <laughs> Too long. That jingle's like, taken us forever. Like a whole afternoon or something? Basically. Yeah, pretty much. Got a funny story about that. Yep. But we won't share that now. No. Okay, today's topics are leap years and snow. Yeah. But before we get into it, we're just going to tell you, we have had a little bit of a name change, if you're aware. Um, you might have noticed that also the cover has changed. and The name. It's a pretty big change. Yeah. It's hard to not notice. We've also, um, we're formatting the podcast a bit differently. Um, so pick a topic, be the positive and negative about it. Maybe share a few stories. Yeah. And uh, let's get into it. Okay. Let's talk about leap years. Yeah. Should we start with positives? Let's start with the positives. Again. Yeah. We basically just took another whole take before this and it was perfect. It was so good. But the mic was off. It was off. so good. We... Okay. We're just going to run the tape again. Uh, Try to. Try to. Okay. Leap years. Positives. Let's go. Positives about leap year. I guess it's kind of like, um, it's kind of interesting because leap years, they're interesting. Like the thing I like about them is that they make up for our lost years, which we had in the Roman calendar, I think. That's what it is, right? I think so. I think it... I don't know. I heard that it was just, like, to keep the seasons up to date. Because if the calendar didn't change every four years and didn't have this little change, then actually uh, the seasons, we wouldn't keep in line with the actual, like, seasons. And... Uh, it would start being like more wintry weather in the spring and then autumn weather in the winter spring weather in the summer and summer weather in the spring spring yeah yes yeah and it would just be kind of like all messed up and mixed up and it would be different so they put it in to keep it in line but I haven't the slightest clue really nor do I um so any other positives you can think of? There's quite a few negatives, isn't there? There's a lot of negatives. But I guess you have to remember that this is helpful. Mm, it's useful. It's annoying. But useful. But it's needed. We need it. Yeah. To survive. The, the, one, the one singular pro outweighs the 50 million negatives. Yeah, basically. Because it's a big pro. Negatives? Let's go. Being born on the leap year. Yeah. It's just horrible. You'd have to wait four years for your birthday. Mm-hmm. That'd just be sad. It'd just be so sad. What do you do legally though? Because like if your birthday is legally on the twenty ninth of February, which is coming up mm-hmm. in twelve days. Twelve days. So 
happy birthday to anybody who's born on the leap year. Hope you enjoy your very special one and four, five? Four, four years. Happy birthday, happy birthday to you. If you want to. Mm-hmm. You can uh, send us a voice message on Anchor. And we might reply. And maybe probably. We will probably reply. Maybe even talk about it in an episode. Yeah. Um, if you don't know how to do that, we'll leave, leave a thing in the uh, description and description. Description and description. description. Anyway, yeah. Back to negatives. So, apart from being born on a leap year, what other negatives do you think they hold? Any important event on a leap year, really. True. Any, especially like your husband's death day. Like, you want to remember him. But he died oh on leap year. How so you crazy! Can only have like what a crazy story it would be, if like they buried the, like this old person died, yeah. and they buried him. They buried on him. a leap year. On a uh, like twenty ninth of February, mm-hmm. and I always imagined in my head that it was like the twenty ninth of February is like a little like bypass into this other dimension, which only you can only access on a leap year. It's like an extra year. Or something, which help makes up. It's like an alternate dimension, basically. And the twenty ninth of February is the only year you can cross to that dimension, and everybody does it on the twenty ninth subconsciously. It's completely the same, but another dimension. And this and guy in that dimension transport the artwork. I don't know. Maybe it's just empty, desolate, Maybe. just set up for us to come. Maybe once every four years. How crazy would that be? Anyway, back to my story. Back to your story. Imagine if this guy was buried on that day. Yeah. And then everybody travelled that day. But because he had no soul, when they realised on the papers that he want they that he wanted his body to be used for medical science research, they tried to dig him back up. But when they opened the coffin, he was gone. Because he went to the dimension. And never came back because he had no soul. But that would mean he also needed to die on that day and be buried in the same day, which is very true. If you have ever had a relative die or anyone who you know die, you know it takes at least two or three weeks for the funeral to happen and to be buried. Which does very sometimes true. mean that there's a but how crazy would that lying be? on the bed in the house for like a few weeks. Okay, this is taking a bit of a dark turn. <laughs> Let's steer it back onto the path of enlightenment. Back on. Talking about enlightenment. Window of enlightenment. We are looking out today. It's a fine sunny day. Wonderfully sunny day. Not so hot that we have to open it. Yeah, thank God. But I'm glad I didn't wear three layers again today. But it's it's mildly sunny. Having to, I'm having to squint my eyes because I'm facing into the sun. I'm not staring at the sun, which is why I'm not. Because even if I, yeah, the sun's going into his eyes. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah, pretty much. Um. So, kind of lost their train of thought. Um. I guess we'll just end it there. Yeah. Okay. Let's go on to snow. But before we do, we got a segment. Yeah. Okay, we have a new segment. 
It's called Crowded <laughs> Mike, where we get somebody in to discuss their interests. For those of you who don't know, the mic just fell off the mic stand. <laughs> so this is the, third, this is the third take. First take, <laughs> we forgot to actually turn the microphone on. Second take, it was growing great, and now and then the microphone fell down. And third take, it's going all right. Okay, well, this is a new record. Today, we have Boudicca with us, and she's going to discuss her interests for musicals. Yeah. Okay, so, just to start the conversation, <laughs> why do you like musicals so much? Because they're interesting. And, like, it's just... No, no. Like, you get to listen to the music, and there's a story, and so it can be very emotional. Emotional. And I think I've been Entwining. To, yeah. I mean, for example, I've been listening to this musical called Hades Town, which is um, basically the myth of Orpheus and Eurydice in musical form. And it's two hours long and it's all the way through. Like, there's, I think there's barely any speaking in the actual show. I don't know because I haven't seen the show. Um, but, like, it actually just makes me cry at, like, the second song because it's so emotional, the whole thing. <laughs> and, yeah... Especially because I'm just generally an emotional wreck, so, you know, they're nice. I've... So, like, what are your favourite musicals? If you had to pick I don't know. Three. Don't. If I had to pick three, um, Heathers, obviously. Why Heathers? Because it's, because so, it's good. so good! It's so good! It has, like, this, um, it has this, like... <laughs> <laughs> We're just it, looking at the it's thing, like yeah. monitor at the moment, and, and it's just the like... audio track just goes mental, and they're like, "It's so good!" Yeah. <laughs> it just like staggers so hard. Yeah. Um. So it's like it's got this really unique sound. It's like really brassy, and like I think I don't really know because obviously I was not born or alive in the eighties, but the film because it's obviously it's a musical adaptation of a film, and it started in this theatre in LA in 2014 mm-hmm. and Nuna's just singing Candy Store which is the song from Heather's um, but it's like it's just very unique in that it's not afraid to be really really offensive I mean it's not offensive it's just like, like it's very I mean the movie's in 18 and I'm going to see Heather's um, in May actually and you have to be 14 or over to see it. So it's, like, quite mature. But it's, like, it's really good. And it's just... It's, you're very involved in the story. And it's got lots of little jokes, which are kind of dark. It's very... It's a very dark comedic You're doing thing. a cosplay on it, right? Oh, yeah! Oh, uh, so me and Nula and uh, my sister, Emmeline, we're doing, like, a Heather's cosplay because the three... It gets its name from the three Heathers, which are... It basically directly inspired Mean Girls. Heather, so they're these three Charles, girls. Heather McNamara and Heather Duke. Yeah. Um, and one of them is... And they all wear, like, blazers and, like, skirts. And, and it's this thing. Like, and, ham, and, like, croquet mallets. Oh, the croquet and, mallets. Um, which they <laughs> knock people's heads off with. No, no. no so they, like, no, do no, croquet no. and they, they dig, like, a hole and put Veronica in the hole. And then the, but her head's sticking up and then they, like, croquet at... Right, don't ask. Um, but basically, oh, isn't that just like myths? That's just in the film. In the musical, yeah, they just like vaguely film. play croquet, like as yeah. like a mini reference, but it's not croquet really important. Croquet is like a way bigger thing in the film. 
than it is in the musical, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. But yeah, we're doing a, um, a cosplay. So um, I'm Heather Chandler, which is the red one, and Nuda's going to be Heather McNamara, which is the yellow one, and my sister's going to be Heather Duke, which is the green one. But yeah, so okay, so the first musical that I would choose would be oh, Heather's. Uh, it's really difficult now because there's like so I've listened to so many, like just to name a few that I've listened to. I've listened to like Beetlejuice, Things to Ruin. Oh my gosh, Hamilton, <laughs> Lightning Thief, Hades Town, The Prom. The Prom's really good. The Prom's so funny. You haven't listened to it. I, I keep know, You have. I oh my started, god. Started listening to it. It's a bit in your face, but it is pretty good. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> wait like when? the third or fourth song. Wait, have you listened to Just Breathe? Yeah. Dance with you? Uh, Not yet. I was like halfway through listening to it when I needed to go. But like. Have you listened to... Oh, no, you wouldn't... Wait, wait, no. Oh. You know, have you listened to um, It's Not About Me? Yes. It's so funny! <laughs> Please. The Mighty Fathers, it's life. <laughs> so, um, I guess, right, like, I, I can't really rate them because if I'm, like, not listening to a lot of them at the time, but the ones I'm listening to right now that I would, like, out the ones I'm... Uh, out the ones I'm listening to currently, if I had to choose three, it would be Heather's, which I'm still listening to like six months after discovering it. That's um, like a year after discovering it. Um, the Prom, which I've just recently got into, which is a bit different to like some of the Mormon it's ones. More it's the Prom. It is a lot more appropriate than most of the them. <laughs> like, it was so funny. Um, I was just in the kitchen playing like some random musical. And my mum was in the kitchen with me, and she went, "Oh, is that what um what modern musicals do now? They swear." And I was like, "Well, yeah, kinda. <laughs> That's just what they do because I think they just want to get like a younger audience involved, obviously, because you know the people who grew up with like Rodgers and Hammerstein musicals are kind of getting a bit older, I think." Yeah, so I think they're just trying to bring a new audience in. So The Prom is this story, I think it was based on a true story, but I'm not sure, about this girl who um, who's gay in Indiana and she wants to bring her girlfriend to The Prom, but the parent-teacher like, committee. Um, committee doesn't want like doesn't want her to bring it, so they've like cancelled The Prom because oh no, we can't have a gay student at the prom or whatever, and it's this whole thing, and then these Broadway stars, um, they get, like, bashed by the New York Times, so they, like, have to close their show on opening night, and they're like, oh my gosh, we need to seem, like, selfless or whatever, so they find, like, oh, we're going to find a cause and we're going to help this girl, but actually they're really doing it just for the, like, attention, the media attention, and it's this whole thing, and it's all very funny, and it's really confusing when you first listen to it because there's like three songs where like oh yeah the prom's back on and it's like wait no it's not because like at some point one of the characters like they hosted separate from for emma who's the gay student to and one for like the <clears throat> normal if you will um people although obviously that's not the right term um and so there's this whole thing and it gets so i had to actually read the plot online otherwise i didn't i did not wikipedia get it wikipedia is a good source <laughs> wikipedia yeah so that's the second one and then the third one is really difficult because i've been getting back into hamilton so i went to see hamilton september of last year i think 
and then I kind of listened to it for a bit but I never really listened to it I didn't really listen to it before because it was my sister who really really liked it and so because my sister really liked it I was like oh no it can't possibly be good mm. obviously yeah, it's Hamilton which won I think pretty sure Hamilton won 16 Tony Awards and I was just being like stubborn um <laughs> but then I listened to it and I was like oh that yeah and we went to see it and then I listened to it and then I stopped because I had listened to it so much almost before even though not like listening on purpose because my sister just played it so it's kind of I feel like it's a tie between Hamilton and possibly Hades Town, which I've already mentioned it's very emotional it's written by someone who is a singer-songwriter anyway and it's really she's called Anais Mitchell and it's really different and it's Hades Town started as this like concept album and then it became a musical but um you can get so when you search it on like spotify or apple music or whatever you'll find two versions you'll find the the cast recording which is the musical and then you'll find also the concept album which came before and the concept album is 20 tracks and the musical is 40 tracks so yeah i know that's my top three okay three and then maybe hamilton (laughs) okay yeah well, thank you so much for your time. I'm gonna go now. Yeah. Um, it was great talking to you about your interests. And um, we hope to talk to you again soon. Mm-hmm. Yay. Okay. I love that jingle. So good. I love it so much. Because every single time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, that's that jingle. Okay. Thank you again, Pudika, for being in that. Um... That segment? Okay. Now we're talking about snow. Yes. Snow in the winter. Snow in the summer. That never really happens. Never. Unless you live in... In Antarctica. In Antarctica. Or, or like, Norway. Like, northern, northern Norway. Or Svalbard. Svalbard. I don't even know if anyone... is Svalbard. Livable in Svalbard. But it's a little island just above the... Uh, between all the Scandinavian countries and Antarctica and it's part of Norway and it's called Svalbard and it's really cold there and I don't know if it's even inhabitable but yeah hmm. so we're going to start with positives yeah I love snow I love snow so nice I know i got many good stories about snow I've... do you want to start? You can start. Okay. Um, one of my favourite little things which my mum decided when um she realised that global warming global warming was happening. She said that um if uh it ever snowed because we're gonna have less and less snow as the world heats up. She decided that if it ever snowed on school day that she would take us off school and we'd go sledging. It's so much fun because last year that happened and we went sledging near Devil's Dyke and it was super steep. That sounds amazing. And um, I had so much fun, but it was kind of dodgy because there was like a barbed wire fence at the bottom. So you had to like stop yourself before you hit the barbed wire fence. It's a bit dangerous and dodgy, but it was fun. Nobody got hurt. And my mum went on a tin. It's hilarious. You can like... You can do loads of cool stuff with snow. Yeah. 
you can eat it, you can make stuff with it, you can sledge in it, you can just sit there and the gold. And make snow angels. Yeah. You can make snowmen, you can have snowball fights. <gasps> snowball fights. fights. That's fun. I once had this really fun snowball fight in the park with this random kid. Basically me and my sister, we built up this huge like barricade, like a trench thing. We had like a pile of snowballs. My sister was making snowballs and I was like, and I like chuck them over and he'd made another one. He'd like chuck them at each other and um, I got a hit in the head right here. My other one was like, I was like, ah. I threw him back in it. I hit him in the ear and I think he got some in his ear. Just gonna do the thing where you have like your finger go down from the corner of your eye and then remember that we were recording and no one would see that. (laughs) So, I guess there's loads of fun stuff with snow. Yeah. But what are the negatives? Uh, Frostbite. That's dangerous. (laughs) Uh, Hypothermia. That's also very dangerous. Being snowed in. That's considerably dangerous. Icy roads. That's also very dangerous. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm guessing a lot of other things. So, it's a lot of negatives. Snow isn't all bad. But it isn't all good. good. It's like a bit of both. <gasps> it is positive. Yellow snow. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> That's a negative. That's a big negative. That's a huge My dad <laughs> would always be like, if you ever see yellow snow, don't eat it. And I'd be like, why? And he'd be like, because somebody peed in it. That's why it's yellow. I'm like, who would pee in snow? <laughs> I get really stressed out. Like, why would you do that? Why and that's just disgusting. You because you need the toilet. Good point. We're just nipping behind a bush. Yeah. Isn't it legal to, like, pee behind one... Only one of your car wheels, like the back left one or something, and then like you can stop by the side of the road and pee behind that one because that's the one which is usually not facing the road, and then like the others you can't. I don't. Mum told me that once. She might have just been telling me pee behind that one and none of the others because that was the least important one, or maybe it's a natural law. You'll never know. Beyond my understanding. So, I guess it's not, like, all bad or all good, is it? No. Hmm, do you know what it is now? What? It's positive and negative. See that? Yeah. Skills. Yeah. Okay, well... I have a story. You have a story? I have a story. Fire away. Do you remember last year when we had that huge snowball fight? Like, everyone yes. got in on the action. And that we made this thing where it was like, no, hitting people in the face. And then I got hit in the face five times. Probably worse. We're not repeating that. Like yellow yeah, snowballs. <laughs> no. Imagine the, like little Rudy's just standing behind a tree. And then somebody's just like, hey, Rudy. He's like, tss, tss, tss. <laughs> Don't imagine that, please. That's just me. <laughs> I won't. Um... So yeah, 
I guess that I think that wraps it up. Pretty much. We covered leap years, snowball fights, mm-hmm. and just normal theater nights. And you're a poet, and you definitely a hundred percent know it. And it was hundred percent my wisdom. Um. So yeah, we covered leap years. Snowball fights, theatre nights, and the positives and negatives of them both. What? You know exactly what I'm gonna say. What are you gonna say? <laughs> Let's talk about pears. <laughs> yeah, I have this one story that I've been dying to tell you since yesterday, and I just really, 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 really want to say it just last night, please. Okay, fine. So when I was little, just like. Just as I had just become vegetarian, so it was like seven or eight, um, or nine, and I still do it sometimes. But whenever there's like, you know how most pears are in that shape where it's like thin at one end and then like round at the other. Yeah. Um, I would used to pick them up, pretend that I was a Viking in the twelve hundreds, something, something, and eat it like it was a chicken leg. <laughs> And it's really fun and I still do it sometimes. <laughs> it's really annoying though with the really soft ones when you like, oh, it's soft and hard. Squishy. Squishy. I, I prefer that. hard pears. I love hard pears. Oh, you know when it's in that like mediocre state where it's like hard, where it's like soft, but not so soft that it's still like squishy and you still need to bite it and it still makes a crunch, but it's still like slightly soft and really juicy, you know, that yeah. bit. That's amazing when they're like that. It's perfect. Okay. Is that yeah, that's it. Spoken enough about pears. Spoken enough about pears. Okay, yet again. Mm-hmm. We've covered leap years, snowball fights, theatre nights, and the positives and negatives of them both. You mean all of them? Because they're all three. Okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode. We certainly did. And we hope to have you listening to us. Yet again. Yeah. That's all from us. And talk to you soon.